You are listening to The Fold Uncut, an Access All Areas podcast from behind the chair here in Dubai, where we share the stories of the women in our community that I'm sure you will find relatable. We have an open door policy and our main objective is to connect women from around the world. We provide a space where women feel safe and supported and we want the same for our podcast. Disclaimer, nothing is too liberal for us. and welcome back we're actually so much more chilled this time we're in the fold we're in the little nook in the corner we've got our starbucks delivery we're chilling um so thank you so much for all the lovely kind messages that you all sent after emily's episode went out um as you could tell probably from the podcast we were a little bit nervous because that literally was our first day ever of doing it um so it was a little bit more interviewee style than what we thought we might do so now we're literally adding lib we are literally sat with our coffees chilling and we're just gonna go for it and delve a little bit deeper into the story um because having listened to it back we did think there's so many things that we just didn't even cover because we both knew the story so now we're gonna get into it get into the juice and hopefully answer some of the questions that you've been sending us on instagram which by the way thank you for all of those as well um so yeah um, how are you feeling after that first episode? Good. I um, feel so much better to be in the fold, in our little safe space. I feel like, yeah, this is going to be a lot more natural for me. Um, but yeah, we got such a beautiful response back from my episode. And it's funny because I was saying to, to you, KB, I'm like, I don't think we really need to talk about my story. Like, you know, it's just... Well, no one wants to talk about themselves, do they? Yeah. But actually, turns out, <laughs> it turns was great. Out, everybody loved <laughs> Um, but I got so many beautiful messages from like um, clients and friends and even um, other people who own salons in Dubai were like, oh, I so pulled nice. my eyes out listening to your episodes. So yeah. And you know what? And at the end of the day, that's why we're doing this podcast so that people can relate and hopefully maybe feel a bit better about themselves and their own journeys. Yeah, hundred percent. And I also think like day to day in the salon, people have heard snippets of this story um but it's great that now we're getting the chance to actually explain everything like you said be a little bit more relatable um and hopefully yeah spark a bit of interest so i'm gonna get back into it em. um obviously in the first episode you did mention that you were a little bit naive in business which we kind of touched upon but then upon listening realized we hadn't even really scratched the surface so um how do you feel like get starting from when we were at our old salon you've got this idea you want to start a business you speak to me in Nevo um and you've got all these fantastic ideas even as I can't believe I'm telling you this but even as me sat there in Arabian ranches eating breakfast with you I was like I literally rang Jordan on the way home and was like Em's had this idea and it just sounds great but like almost seems a bit too good to be true um like should I do it or not how do you feel you were naive at that point I think um and I think I touched on this in our first episode I didn't realize how much it costs to run a salon (laughs) it costs a lot yeah babe and (laughs) we've got stuff coming out of our ears and when you like expensive things like I do um yeah, I, I think that that part of it I was naive about. Um, I knew how I wanted everybody to feel, clients and the team. Um, but the numbers side of things, I just, 
I was like, surely you open the doors and the stylists make money and you pay the bills and you pay them and, yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah, once the overheads are covered. And to be honest, I think day to day, so many clients say that to me now. They're like, God, every chair's full. This this profit turnover must be huge. And I'm like, mm, well, you know, there's also a lot of stock and it takes so much that goes into like it. The tea that we have. Yeah. Or, you know, like now we're doing the peach lemonade. You know, like all the different things that go Which into Which is homemade, yeah. mind you. And Nic- a bestseller, guys, by the way. <laughs> Nicola actually makes that with real peaches from her home and brings it in. Um, so, yeah, I think that side of things. So you knew that you wanted this certain experience. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of like you wanted a champagne experience on a little bit of a lemonade budget, really. Yeah, not even that. Like, I was happy to... Like, I knew that things were going to... Be spenny. (laughs) Be expensive, but I didn't realise how expensive. Mm. Um, And in Dubai as well, you don't just have the cost of your stock and what goes in the salon it's your visa costs and everything else yeah, true. um so yeah there's that side of it as well but i definitely and the thing is i i just said to you before it's like you're constantly learning like i have only been open over well coming a bit yeah yeah coming up to two and a half years yeah. almost um I'm constantly learning and growing as a business owner, but that's what I love about it as well. Like I love that like little old me had a newborn baby, opened a business thinking she was going to kill it. Um, You are killing it. (laughs) But like I'm constantly learning. Um, And I think that's why I love owning a salon so much is because it's different day to day and the the struggles. I've never heard you say them words. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. For you to say, I love owning a salon. Like, honestly, I've mean, never said that. So that's such a big yeah. jump to get to. And I think, like, the thing is, the struggles that I had in the first year and even in the second year, and to me, they were, like, the worst thing in the world, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's mm-hmm. like when a staff member leaves. I knew at some point it would happen. Oh, my God, um, yeah, but... And it when was... it does, like, the first time it happened to me, I was a gutted. Oh, like, my I gosh. Was... I think in Lime Tree Cafe, someone probably thought that someone had died. We were <laughs> crying. I think the thing is as well like my team you guys and I know that they say treat your business like a business don't get emotionally attached to it but you can't not right Mm -hmm. like you guys are an extension of my family Mm -hmm. so if I see you guys struggling that that hurts me deeply um so the first time a staff member left I was gutted I had a three-week-old baby which I know we touched on in the first episode and I was postnatal and hormonal and but like I was yeah I was so hurt and upset and I look back now and I think the person what I was then and the person I am now like I can handle that and I can do it in, in my own stride like it's something that the struggles I would have had in the first year and I know I can deal with them now. Yeah. Um, and it's just like when new things arise at the time, you know, poor Gypsy's he's got to deal with me freaking <laughs> out and my anxiety and everything else. But like you grow from these things that happen, right? And there's a beautiful lesson in everything that happens to Ooh. you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's the word? I'm so... um. What's the word I'm looking for? Spiritual. So wise right now. You're so wise. <laughs> so wise. But yeah, so yeah, what were we what were we talking about? I gotta I go off on a little tangent. No, that I? was perfect. That was perfect. Mm. Um 
so obviously I have a few notes but I feel like now I'm just going to dive into this yeah um so I can see and obviously we we did touch on it in the last episode and you've kind of just touched on it there obviously you learned these lessons from things that were happening to you I always say this to you probably not enough but I do know that I say it to you quite frequently I always knew you had the potential to be this person be this boss be this woman be this mother but you kind of like you had your seed and now you're growing your flower (laughs) 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 you know what I mean um anyway um, I'm sprouting yeah you're sprouting (laughs) sprouting all over all over the joint um so obviously you went down the spiritual path yeah um I was already kind of on mine when we opened the fold and I know it was something that you wanted to do but to be honest was like everything was going on like how would you have enough time to take up a new yeah I was trying to juggle basically I was trying to juggle everything but I think like for me I'm such a people pleaser and I think anybody in our industry Mm, has to be to an extent that's our job right we want people to come in and we want to make them happy so I think I was constantly saying yes to everything pleasing everybody and it got to a point where especially after Lenny and we had a stylist leave that like I, I had nothing else to give and I think I said in, in in my episode that you know I was resenting my team I was resenting the salon and that is when I think I hit rock bottom and I was like why have I done all this like I was really questioning myself and that started me on my spiritual journey I started um, working with my business mentor um, Samara who is very spiritual um, and so she definitely helped me on that journey um, and it's it's things like my journaling that I do meditations that I do exercise like my routine I really put a focus on mm. that um, and that has helped me in so many ways so yeah that's kind of what hit it off really was hitting rock bottom and needing to to get out of that rut I guess yeah because I think sometimes when you when we say the word spiritual people think that we're like tying daisy chains into our hair and running (laughs) through the fields barefoot um but obviously can you give us I know that obviously you spoke to Belinda as well oh yeah um maybe tell us a little bit about that yeah she was my spiritual healer so um when that stylist left um when Lenny was three weeks old I and like we said like I think I had a bit of postnatal depression I was struggling a little bit um and also I just want to clarify we're not happy on about this um stylist leaving for any other reason other than the fact that this was the turning point yeah there is no hate resentment or you know like I'm actually still good well yeah she's she's, She's a great gal she's actually Um, such a beautiful person um, it's just what we're trying to get to is this was the turning point for him yeah yeah and so then working with Samara she put me in touch with Belinda who um is a spiritual healer so we did a lot of work on my inner self um and because it took me a while to get over that situation as well like I had to grieve a person to be able to like let go Mm. um and yeah I think working with Belinda I was able to move on and start to work on my inner beliefs as well like you know we have inner child beliefs that 
our parents give us and I think a lot of those beliefs I was trying to break and create my own um what do you think he broke oh it's like things like people pleasing for example like I'm constantly looking for validation wanting somebody to be like good job or I know that you do it with well not maybe so much anymore but I know that it was something that even with the team like yeah. you'd come to me and and to be fair I think that's a was a turning point as well mm. I had almost taken over too much whilst you were on maternity leave and so you would say oh but the stylist needs this the, the girls need this the girls need that and I'd be like we can't do that right now and then with me going off I feel that was perfect timing for you to yeah I mean I think also when you when you have a baby like I didn't really have enough energy Mm. to to give everybody so it's hard so much yeah. yeah it's hard to let go of that but also like I think I was so new into the business and sometimes the direction that we were going in, I was like, oh, but that's not how I envisioned Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to like see your salon go somewhere and you're like, oh, that's not quite how I had envisioned it. But because I had so many balls in the, in the air, I had to kind of let go of that and let it be for now. Yeah. Um, And I think anybody that has a baby and goes back to work so quickly, like your hormones are all over the place. You know, you don't know if you're coming or going or, you know, and then you've got people coming at you about stuff and you're like, I'm literally just trying to like get through the day, hold my shit together right now. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether it's a good idea to have a baby when you first open a business. Um, but we did it and we're doing okay. We're doing very well. Yeah. Um, would you, if you knew what you knew now, would you do it again? Yeah. It's so funny. One of my friends, Phoebe, messaged me this morning and she said the exact same thing. She's, oh, really? like, she's like, I listened to your episode and I cried and I laughed. And she's like, I didn't realize that you went through so much. And I'm like, I, the thing with me is I'm like, I just get on with it. Yeah, yeah Which yeah. I don't know if that's very healthy because I don't deal with the things that's going on in my head. I just get on with it. Um, and... Um, Looking back now, I, yeah, I'd do it all again in a heartbeat because I feel like I've grown into the person that I always thought I could be and wanted yeah. to be. Um, and without the experiences that I've gone through, like being pregnant and being super sick and then giving birth and, you know, like having a baby that's come a little bit too early, um, all of those things have shaped me as a person. So, like, without those experiences, I wouldn't be who I am Mm. right now. So I'm grateful for even the shitty things that have happened. You know, like, I'm grateful that that stylist left and I hit rock bottom because without that, I wouldn't have this incredible team I have now. And I freaking love every single one of you. Like, you guys are like my family. We love you too. Um, But, yeah, but I... Yeah, so, no, I would... I'd do it all again. Maybe, like, a few things I'd leave out, but... Yeah, no, I'd do it all again. Um, just touching upon Isla coming a little bit early, do you think the stress of the salon, like when we were actually building the salon, do you think that had anything to do with it? Or what, like, what has the doctor ever said about that? Um, yeah, so we were chatting about that, weren't we? So my doctor, Dahlia, she said that I... Um, my water broke because I was vomiting so much of the build and being super sick I think definitely didn't help either um 
and even like now you've um obviously done so much like emotional and spiritual healing yeah but you keep getting sick so now obviously i know that you're having every blood test under the sun <laughs> to try and get that health kick back babe i've um, only been sick for seven months i don't yeah, know what you're God. talking about well you know um but now i'm now i'm thinking about that other virus i'm like is that what connected started this and also did you just not get sick at all like during the build of the salon because you just had to do the next day and now everything's like settling is this your body just being like Ugh, i need to like take a step back a second what do you mean like sick like the way that you keep getting sick i wonder if your body's just like ah, everything's yeah i don't know the ducks are- i don't know i also feel like it's related to covid too but that's a whole nother conversation yeah, blooming related to COVID. um yeah I think the things that we offer the girls, you know, like we do things like we did sound healing last month. It's all these kind of woo-woo things that we do that the Mm -hmm. girls take on and and embrace and do it with us which I'm grateful for um because it's also I feel like we're getting to a point where we're finding our tribe now like yeah the girls that we have love that we do affirmations in the morning yeah love that we do a meditation like they're into it as well rather yeah. than like us trying to make somebody to like, yeah yeah be like that they're yeah. naturally interested in yeah exactly that. um but yeah so I, I I don't know if I'm doing it better but I'm doing what I can to make sure that everyone is successful. Well, I'm super happy if that's any consolation. <laughs> um, now, before, like, I'm just veering off the track a little bit again here, but obviously before this, before we started talking about this and what were we going to cover in the episode and stuff, we did mention the fact that obviously sometimes working, like me and Neve are obviously really close friends of yours, and we did mention that... I remember when we first opened, you kept saying, you know, if we made a little, jo- a, a little joke, me or Neve, and we said, like, yeah, go on then, boss. And you'd be like, don't call me boss. Like, you hated that. Yeah. Um, and I still hate it. <laughs> so <laughs> don't be, call me it. To be fair, Neve's actually the CEO of yes, the business. As um, everybody knows. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just... I just want to feel a part of the team and I think and I think everybody says this right like everybody wants to be treated the same but when I'm in the salon I you know if somebody needs shampooing I'll jump in and do mm-hmm. that like I want the girls to yeah, know that, that I'm like the Sweeping exact the floor, same yeah. you know like I, I'm here for them just as much as they show up for me every day I need to show up for them so oh, go girl yeah. um and then again just now veering back into the thing um obviously last episode you mentioned the disconnect of you and gyps and i feel like because i know the story because <laughs> i was with you through it yeah maybe i didn't like delve deep enough into it because i was like one i didn't really know what was appropriate to share on a podcast for everybody yeah, I to think, listen to you know what gyps is so amazing i love that guy so much he yeah. um when i said to him that we might talk about our relationship i was like are you okay with that he's like yeah of course oh, like, he's so good he's he's so amazing and we're gonna get him on um another episode because i really want to get his perspective of it all like going through it how he was feeling as well because I think so many of our clients they they say to us that the husband's not happy they're not happy in work and I'm like snap same you know so I'd love to get him on and just talk about how he was dealing with it all you know yeah 100% because obviously like you kept saying everything was riding on his shoulders yeah there's so many times in a day when I'm sat with a client and that client is feeling guilty sat getting the hair done when everything is riding on the husband's shoulders yeah um 
so yeah. it's just I guess like I'd be really interested to get his yeah. take on and I think because like, I'm sure that husband doesn't always feel like that but we just presume these things yeah. about and them. I think as a guy right like I feel like guys don't open up and communicate like we do like we get to work and if we're stressed oh about God. something we all discuss it yeah like sit and down we... at the family table is everything okay <laughs> well no actually it's not but like we get it off our shoulders yeah. and when clients come in and share that with us as well like you know we're able to help them but mm. what what's happening with their partners yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think for Gyps um yeah it'll be nice to get him on and just chat about how he went through starting a business having a baby having another baby <laughs> um and yeah like how he's able to get his head clear and work on that because I think men's mental health that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. right um and I'm lucky that my husband he has two sisters so I feel like he's always been really good at communicating but that time the year that we were building the salon and having Isla he was completely shut off so how did he get from being that guy to the guy he is today like he's he's so incredible um you know the way that he communicates to me now um and we work on things together it's really beautiful but that all comes back into our spiritual side as well you know um and like you said like the spirituality doesn't mean we're like reading like angel cards and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff it's like you as know, much as I would love to be able to do that um, but yeah. we all went the whole team well the whole team minus Neve and Kirsty and Steph um, we all went hiking on the weekend and just getting out in I'm fresh not lazy, air I'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting out in fresh air um, you know that's spiritual as well right mm-hmm. so yeah there's something in every day yeah um, so I remember being sat in your living room we had a barbecue at your house and I think Isla must have only been about mm, she was literally fresh out of hospital so say she was maybe nine days old yeah and um obviously I saw Lenny when he was a day old and we had a barbecue (laughs) because you're just crazy like that and I saw obviously Isla a little bit later than that um and I remember you saying like honestly if you because that was in the build-up to my wedding Mm. take two um (laughs) which one yeah they're all to the same person by the way we just got covid um so you had said if you think that you love jordan now in the build-up to your wedding wait till you have a baby with him Mm. and yeah i just remember you like being in this love bubble and all that kind of thing Mm. how how did you go from like before having isla well, even like when your water's broken, you told us about wearing that adult nappy and yeah. coming downstairs and being naked and him being like, what the hell is going on? How did you go from that couple, which must have only been like yeah. three weeks before of him having to sleep on the sofa to being in this love bubble? Yeah. Like I think going back to that night when my water broke, I remember I had like three towels on the floor mopping up the water. Like there was a lot of water. Oh my God. But I was so tired. So I didn't put two and two together. Um, and, and then this is Emily who just always thinks everything's going to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I've probably sweat myself, you know. <laughs> um, but briefly telling him that I'm popping to the doctor. And I remember being at the hospital, legs up there, the doctor and the two nurses are there. Um, mind you, like Gyps and I, we I didn't even call him on the way to the doctor. It was just literally like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go for a quick checkup. He knows nothing. Um, and the doctor... Would you have been like that anyway? Or is this because you disconnected, do you feel? We just disconnected and I never wanted to stress him mm. out anymore because he already had so much Bless stress. Him. Yeah, so it was like, just get on with it, Em. Like, you've got this. And I remember 
the doctor turning to me and both the nurses and the doctor had her hand on my knee the nurse had her hand on my knee and they turned around they're like okay so your membranes have ruptured and I was like okay so yeah what does that mean like I'm I'm trying to reschedule my appointments today so just let me know when I can get back to work and then she turned around again she's like no no no, your water has broken so you could go into labor and I was like sorry what (laughs) and that's when I started to get a bit worked up and that's when I had to make the call to Gyps and I remember calling him and um all I could get out because this is what the doctor said to me was my membranes have ruptured. I like, you mess- like I woke up. To, I was in England and I woke up to a WhatsApp saying my membranes have ruptured. Like what does that and even then I'm mean? Like, and it doesn't rupture, but it sounds mean? so. It sounds so much worse. And I mean, obviously, we're probably like worst case scenario here as well. I'm about to have a baby, but that's all I could get out to Gyps. And thankfully, I'd said to him, "I'm going to the doctor" because he was in a meeting and he would never answer my mm. calls in a meeting. So he stepped outside of the meeting and. Was like hey you're okay and all I could get out was my membranes have ruptured and I'm crying at this point and I just remember him saying like hang on are you okay is she okay and he just kept repeating that he's like are you okay is she okay is she okay and I was just like just can you come to the hospital oh my god (laughs) um so bless him he got to the hospital and you could tell that he was like you know, quite emotional, and because he didn't know what was going on. And also, just membrane ruptured is just so like <laughs> so dramatic. Medical as yeah. well. Like anything that they say that's medical, yeah. they like freak me out with anyway. Any with my... doctors listening, like yeah. break it down. Just tell it as in hairdressers' <laughs> language, okay? Um, and yeah, he got to the hospital. And then obviously he could see, because I was being monitored, he's like, okay, there's a heartbeat. It sounds good. We're okay. She's okay. You're okay. And once we calmed down, it was fine. Um, so what was the question? I'm like, going with that. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Um, um, oh, the disconnect. <laughs> Disconnected here. Um, so I think going from that... Um, to then having the baby, um, having Isla, it's crazy. And this is going to happen to you. It's like the love, the love hormone. I forget what it's called, but like, I think it's called oxytocin. oxytocin. Like literally it's like, and I told you this, I was lying on the couch a few days after we got home from hospital, just crying. Cause I'm like, I love these two people so much. Um, and like, we'll talk to Gyps about him as well. Like when, we got home it's like you just you love this little human so bloody much and remember you said to me the other day do you think when I have Lyle, uh, my baby oh. <laughs> I almost dropped the name oh no That's I can't nice. release this till after you have her no, sorry, um, go ahead. but you were like am I gonna think that my baby's like beautiful even if she isn't and I'm like oh my god I'm like don't tell people I'm like, but I'm like we look back at Isla. We need to get some photos of Isla when she was back. I've got pictures of Jordan we, holding her on that first we day. We literally thought she was the most beautiful little baby. And she was, but you she was tiny. But we look back, like, she was born a bit premature, right? So she had no meat on her. She looked like a little alien. Oh. Like, even my sister said the other day, she's like, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Isla's beautiful. But, like, when she was a baby, she was 
not. And, I'm and like, her and Len just look so different as babies, but now yeah, they're like he the was same a bit person. Bigger. But yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna fall in love with this little bundle of joy, and it's just it's gonna be amazing. And I think every mum is like, I'm not gonna change. Like I'm, you know, gonna still be able to work, and work's gonna be my priority. Like my kids, even this morning we're coming to do the podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, oh babe, just give me a few more minutes. I just need a few more cuddles. Like which is where I can see a massive change in you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that you messaged me and was like, babe, can we just like be a little bit later because yeah. I need some more baby cuddles? Yeah. Like, um, even a year ago, we've just been like, right, so what's on the agenda today? Yeah. What are we doing? Da, 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 da. And like, today is our like day off, right? Which, yeah. like, so as somebody who a year ago would have literally given birth, what, like eight weeks ago was his yeah. birthday? Yeah. Um, but you would have been more than happy to just drop everything and go yeah. because like the business was where it was my at. priority yeah. and I think I think actually that's really helped me because my the, the fold is my priority definitely but my kids like supersede that every single day yeah um and it's it's like even coming back from Lenny I remember Samara saying to me and she's still my that's my business mentor she still says to me she's like babe you can only do clients one day a week like you're running a business here mm-hmm. and you've got kids I do clients two days a week because I freaking love my clients and I love being in here with all the team but now that I have that balance that you know like this afternoon I can take Isla for a swimming lesson and on Fridays <laughs> I, I get to relax. like that kid hang out <laughs> I like I get to hang out with Lenny even though I think last week I bought both of them in here because I just wanted to see you guys but yeah and we love seeing them as well yeah you definitely change as a person in such a beautiful way um even though it's a total shit show like the first couple of months but oh yeah I can't wait (laughs) (laughs) just to make you feel good um but yeah but I think I mean I'm like Lenny is he turned one in February and I do feel like the first 12 months of having a baby it's such a roller coaster. The f- they call it the the fourth trimester. I feel like once you. No, once but I've been reading about this, and they said it's just for the twelve weeks after. So you think it's going to go on for a year? <laughs> yeah, babe. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like at twelve weeks, I do feel like okay, they start to sleep a little bit more, and you're starting to like feel a little bit better about yourself. But I think only now, twelve months after Lenny's born you know I'm getting back into my routine of exercise again it's Mm, things like that that I need to keep my mental health in check that like I feel like yeah after 12 months you start to come out of it and start to feel a bit human again I'm not painting a very good picture at all (laughs) I'm actually sat there like oh great Um, but I was also thinking that loads of clients say to me like if I say, oh, Em does clients two days a week, um, you know, she'll do content for a third day for like our Instagram or, you know, various different marketing tools, da, da, da. Um, and then Friday she tries to have with the kids if possible. Um, and then Monday we'll come and do something maybe together. And then she can have the afternoon with the kids if there's enough time for once all the admin's done. And people go, oh, that's so nice, isn't it? And I'm like... <laughs> There wasn't really that much time in that calendar. Mm. You know, like now you're doing far more with the kids than what yeah. you used to. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and also, I, d- I think that might have um, contributed to the whole postnatal with Lenny was because I didn't have that with Isla. I was working six days a week um, for the first year of her life. Um, and I didn't have that time with her, which I, I'm not going to say I regret it because 
had to do what I had to do. I had a mm. business, right? I had to make sure that things were happening here. But I'm so grateful now that I have the balance mm. and I can have that time. And I think like weekends are so important. Saturdays is family day. Everyone in the salon knows that that's our family day. That's when me and Jits have time with our kids. And that's that's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the first year of having the salon was, yeah, I'm a different person now. And I think that, yeah, if I can give you any advice, it's like, you're not coming back to work full time after you have the little darling, which <laughs> who has not got a name yet, but she definitely has. Most clients know what her name is anyway. I just, sorry, Jordan, if this goes out, well, it will go out before she's born, but every foldy actually does know what her name is. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I always, obviously, like I said, I always knew that you had the potential to be this person. Mm. Um, and as brutal as this is about to sound, and I do not mean this in an offensive way, but obviously that's one of the reasons why I moved because I could see the potential, you know, even when I agreed to come here, we had no idea that Isla was on the cards. We had mm. no idea that COVID was on the cards. Yeah. We had no idea that Jordan was going to lose his job or that Gypsy was going to hate his. Like we yeah. had no idea of everything that was about to happen to us all mm. um but sat here now with you i can see such that you are the person that you always yeah. kept saying i know that i could do this if i just did that i know i could do this if i just did that mm. how does it feel to be her now you know what i love that to be her now i'm so proud of like i'm gonna cry again <laughs> Oh my God, I'm pregnant. I, I feel like your hormones are rubbing off on me today. Can you, yeah, move back. Um, I'm so proud of like being able to say that we have the perfect team to be able to say that my family life is amazing. Like I'm so proud to have gotten through probably the hardest two years of my life to be able to sit here now and say like I love what we've created and it's not just me it's you and Neve and the rest of the team and Nicola like what we create as a team and Kimmy, and Kimmy like literally I'm so honored to have people around me that want to build this dream and make it bigger and make it better and constantly work at it like I don't think many people can say they get to work with people every day who are so supportive of each mm. other and like how can I not be proud of that that's Aww, that's beautiful that's so nice yeah and on the bright side last year when I was going to the Maldives and you were like I can't wait for the day to go to when I can go to Maldives gals guess who's going to the Maldives <laughs> Finally, <laughs> it's um, it's only for three nights, but I'll take it. Anything's better um, than nothing, babe. But I think also, like, I don't know anybody that has holidays the first couple of years in business, and I think that this year is our revenge year of travel. You deserve um, it. But yeah, I also think maybe that was one of the naiveties of going in, thinking yeah, like having the same lifestyle. Gonna have, but um, also kids. You have kids. You're like. Yeah, the last thing that you is on your radar is like having a holiday because mm -hmm. you're just trying to get through each day. But yeah, we are very excited. But I hope that this podcast brings people together. We're creating the community that we want to create. And um, yeah, I love that already that my episode has been able to, we've been able to connect with other people and I can't wait to get more people on and 
totally and if like anyone can think of you know if you sat listening to it and you're like I think I've got this story like we said in the first one we want to cover from like everything puberty to menopause to and everything in between yeah um and different emotional journeys if you feel you do have a story that you know people could connect with or you could help somebody with yeah then obviously you've got in touch loads on instagram this weekend so keep it coming please do cool i think we're done chat soon chat soon (laughs)